Thank you so much for listening to this pre-recorded episode of Agent Chat Live. Agent Chat Live is a spinoff of Pub Talk Live. To find out more about both shows, go to pubtalk.live. Thank you so much to my Patreon podcast supporters, Brenda Drake, Jay Lynn, and Reframe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Agent Chat Live. Um, today we have Tara Gilbert. Tara joined the Jennifer Day Chair. Chiara Literary Agency as an associate literary agent in 2020. She's been part of the publishing industry since 2017, previously working as an associate agent at Corvisiero Literary Agency and as an intern with Entangled Publishing. Tara spent over a decade learning the art of negotiation as a staffing professional in the aerospace industry before finding her passion as a literary agent. When Tara isn't reading manuscripts, and working with other clients. She's usually caught wandering around Portland with her partner or loving on her fur babies. So please welcome. And I realize, I don't know if it's Tara or Tara. It's Tara. but that's Tara, funny. okay. <laughs> that's good because it rhymes with my name, so I'll remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, so welcome, Tara, to the show. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Hi, Lodestar. Hey, Jess. Ebony. Hi. So glad y'all can make it today. Um, yeah, so for anyone who's watching the show for the first time or just need a refresher, my goal for this um, Agent Chat Live was to help potential clients get to know the literary agents a little bit better. Um, so viewers are welcome to drop questions in the comments, but I do want to say off the start that um, I won't be asking questions that are like uh, like a Google search could answer <laughs> or... Um, things like word count, genre definitions, things like that. And also anything that I, I call them pre-queries where they're like, would you be interested in this very specific concept? Um, so yeah, feel free to drop your questions. Just a heads up on those. Hey, Shelby. Hi, <laughs> Mama Otnes. I just love that name. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's just get started. Um, can you just tell us what categories and genres you represent? easy softball question to start off. <laughs> easy. Um, well, it's actually kind of hard for me because I represent pretty much everything in middle grade and YA. Um, but in adult, I usually prefer sexic um, stuff with a literary bent, upmarket fiction, some historicals, some, um, no suspense or thrillers, but it's adult. And I represent a little bit of nonfiction, usually like on the spiritual end. Sorry, I was trying to turn my volume up and then my computer told me it was worried that I would hurt my ears. So I had to tell it it was okay. <laughs> Did you hear me? Yes, I heard. Okay. Yeah, except for the part. So like when it told me it was going to hurt my ears, it dropped it way down. So I missed that part, but it's fine. <laughs> I can go watch and rewatch it. <laughs> okay. Um, said, he loves your hair. <laughs> you. I get that comment so much when I'm out in public. I'm like, okay, like it's Portland. I'm in Portland, Oregon, mm. and like everybody's hair is a different color. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny when my when I went to Portland, I had my hair; it was pink. Yeah. So I just probably like fit right in, huh? <laughs> probably did. There's tons of people who change their hair, and I feel like during the pandemic. Everybody's yeah. just like, I'm gonna dye my hair. It's funny because I've done the opposite because I'm like, well, no one's gonna see it, so I'm just gonna save it <laughs> until <laughs> I can see people again. 
Um, I, I just tried, I tried so many different colors during mm-hmm. the pandemic now. Just like I've experimented a lot. So I'm nice. <laughs> I like pink. Pink's a good color. Um, I just use overtone though, so mine's not super noticeable because I don't bleach my hair, so it just goes on top of my mm-hmm. light brown hair. So, um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're posting on Instagram, so people are seeing it there. That's fine. <laughs> Love it. I can see this coming. <laughs> um, so you start you worked in aerospace industry for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How did you get into agenting and maybe why? You know, what what drew you to it? Um it's I guess um, I started writing and so I found a writing group and several of the other writers in the group were interns and are now agents. Um, so one of them uh, was working, did an internship with Intended and was like, we have openings. Why don't you apply? Because they knew I was sort of like interested. So I applied and I got the position and then it kind of just spiraled from there. <laughs> Cool. I absolutely love it. It's like the best thing that has ever happened to me. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I see the air like you just cover his ear. Like earmuffs. All right. So, uh, if you support my Patreon, I guess now is a good time to mention um, you can go to patreon.com slash pub talk live and support this show and other shows and also my the new event newsletter that I put out that I promise I will send out. It's ready to go. I just have to press send, by the way. So um, it goes out on Sundays. Um, so if you support the Patreon at $5 or more, you can submit questions ahead of time for our guests. And so we have a couple of questions from Lodestar. Um I saw online Tara is into topics such as metaphysics, metaphysics, spirituality, witchcraft, crystals, tarot, etc. for nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Is that an interest um, just in a professional sense or is it also an area of personal interest? And there's a follow-up okay. question. Okay. Well, it's definitely an area of personal interest. I actually have tarot cards. In I just got these ones. These are- oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. They're cats. They're so cute. <laughs> they're totally cute. And uh, no, I love the metaphysics. Crystals. I have so many tarot cards, um, <laughs> and I'm really big on like intention, like putting out intentions into the universe. Was definitely a personal thing to me. Cool. Um, so the follow-up question was: If you could pick your favorite tarot card, which one would it be? My favorite is probably the Magician, um, but I identify most with the High Priestess. I always get it in my draws, so. Um, the magician mostly I is kind of like a jack of all trades, which has always been kind of me. But I always pull the high priestess, which is actually on the back of my phone. Oh, nice! <laughs> so that I always pull it. So, and my friends mm-hmm. always tell me that I'm high priestess. So that's probably my favorite. What does that? I don't know anything about tarot. So, what does that mean? The high priestess is a, like a very intuitive um, person. She's kind of like how do I explain the religious embody like the embodiment of like magic i guess you could say is the best way to explain it <laughs> nice very cool um the pitch wars board we have like one astrologer that we always read her like monthly horoscopes mm-hmm. and um i was just yelling yesterday i was like they're not out yet susan miller what are you doing 
uh, I was like, I need guidance in my life. And then right before we went on here, like they texted in the group that the horoscopes were up, but I haven't read them yet. So. I, know. I also <laughs> am really into astrology too. Love it. Yeah. Um, all right. So the second question from Lodestar is which avatar, avatar nation would you hail from and why? Um, I'm probably an airbender and probably I, I would say mostly because I just feel like I was more like, um, I just felt more in tune with air. I'm also a Gemini, so it made more sense to me to be air. Um, but water is also like a close second. Um, I'm also on the cusp of cancer. Water is. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, all right. So let's get back to aging, agenting a little bit. I'm going to give you a chance to brag about yourself a little bit. I always preface it like this because I'm like, I I know how uh, humble people in the industry can be. So I'm like, brag about yourself, you know? So um, if someone is thinking about querying you and your wish list lines up with their work, why should someone query you? Why would someone want to work with you? I am a huge cheerleader. Like I like I'm very big about making sure that my clients are feel good about their work and what they're writing. Um I am very open to what they want instead of what I want. Like I'm I'm here to like represent them. And so if they want to work on something that's not necessarily in the market, um, I'm open to it let's work on it let's figure it out and let's submit it so um I think that's the biggest reason why somebody like if I like their work why they should work with me um is just because I'm very flexible in that matter and um I am also like very adaptable to communication styles like a few clients who are autistic and they prefer emails they don't want to like call on the phone or talk or anything like that and I'm perfectly open I'm not um, weird about having to talk to them on the phone or meet them in person or um, something along those lines. And I feel that um, I just adapt really well to different personality types. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. So if whenever you sign a client, what can they expect after that? What does your process normally look like? Um, usually after I sign a client, we like get the agreement down. I send them an email that is kind of like our next steps. So when they can expect their first round of edits, how many edits I'm expecting to do, which is usually about three, um, a large de developmental and then a smaller like inline and then a smaller, smaller one just to clean up a few more things. And then um, out it goes. I usually try to aim for three months after I sign somebody to get them out of the town sub, but that depends on um, how much work and um after that we go out on sub they have a spreadsheet that i have um, on google drive that i update as they're out on sub so like they can look at it anytime they want and if they don't want to look at it they don't have to look at it like i totally understand being on sub is a scary scary process so like they are totally free to like um it's like they know every step and if they don't want to know every step they don't have to <laughs> 
we were just talking before going live about our love of spreadsheets. So <laughs> that's funny. That's great. Um, all right. So uh, we, I hear this question phrased a different way. And so I, I kind of want to like put a little head header on it because I intentionally I'm asking kind of a different question. So the question you hear all the time is like, if you had a magic wand and you, what would you change about the industry? But um, because I'm like such a pragmatic person, I want to know what do you think realistically that we could change about the a a industry and what, what do you think you would want to change first? Like that we could possibly do without a magic wand. <laughs> without a magic wand. Um, I think, Personally, I'd like to see just more inclusivity um, in all categories. Like, I feel like YA and middle grade are doing pretty good with it, but I don't think a lot of adult would like to see it. All right, so cool. That would be my, my number one. Yeah. Second would be like, pay people a fair wave. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you covered on Pop Talk Live last week the announcement that McMillan is raising their um, minimum starting salary to 42,000 for everyone, which is Not it, it, in New York. Yeah. Well, that was the thing is um, I had, there's like calculators where you can put in the, the salary equivalents in different cities. So like how much money. So basically I asked it, how much money would I have to make in Orlando where I am now to have the same lifestyle as someone making 42,000 a year in New York city and it, I can't remember exactly what the number was, but it was like mid twenties. <laughs> and it really puts it in perspective for you because they're it like, does. cause some, like, especially if you're from, you know, a low cost of living area, you're thinking 42,000 sounds like a lot, but um, in, in New York city, it's, it's still, it's still going to be a challenge. Yeah. Um. But I mean, that's a conversation we've been having for years about industry salaries. So yeah, <laughs> that would be a good one though. Um, all right. So we're going to do a quick round, just five questions that um, try to answer in, yeah, five questions, try to answer in 15 seconds or less. <laughs> okay. It should be pretty easy. Um, so the first one has a little like preamble though. So when I was kind of trying to figure out what to call these episodes, the agent chat live, um, I think it was Lodestar actually suggested um, snack time with an agent, <laughs> which I really like the concept of, cause I felt like it fit, you know, the vibe that I was going for, but I also mm -hmm. didn't want people to think it was only for like kid lit stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so that's where this first question came from but alright so here we go what is your favorite snack um that's so hard <laughs> uh, I'll just say probably okay I'm actually wearing mine today which is a total coincidence I did not realize until 15 seconds ago <laughs> I got a cheese it <laughs> shirt <laughs> yes <laughs> um yeah. All right. What is your preferred caffeine source? Coffee. <laughs> All the time. Same, same. There are some team tea people here, though, so be careful of them. Oh, I love tea, too. That's, <laughs> that's like right before bed. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do our Wednesday write-ins, and that's one of the questions I always ask is, what are you drinking tonight? And team tea is, like, insistent. 
love Earl Grey. Oh, nice. I can't. I I don't know. I don't. I can't drink it. <laughs> um, what word, if there is one, do you irrationally hate? Mm, I probably can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> is it a bad word? Is it? Well, it's it, kind of a bad word. It, it's like a bad word, but it's also a cat. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, so, Jennifer said that last time. The P, yeah. the P word. Yeah, yeah Jennifer yeah. said the same thing. That's funny. I, depending on the context. See, look, Team T is in the comments. Just causing Hooray! a ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one who doesn't like tea. There sure, surely are other sure, people. Yeah. It's true. My friend Allie, who is actually from the UK. Oh, no. She probably has a worse than me then. Just called her out. I just called her out. I know. (laughs) All right. What person that has not written one that you know of anyway, um, do you most want to read a memoir from? That's an interesting question. I don't actually read a lot of memoirs. I don't either. It's okay. I'll take a drink so you have a couple more seconds just in case. Um, it's all right. You can yeah, you can pass. Yeah, I'll pass because I'm like, I, I can't think of anybody. Yeah, I don't read a lot of memoirs. I don't even know what I would answer for that question. I wrote it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Who's your favorite superhero? Um, oh gosh, it changes all the time because. It depends. I love recently, I don't read a lot of comics, like Marvel mm-hmm. comics or anything like that. It was forever perfect. Like it was Batman forever since I was a little girl. But then when Marvel started getting really big, um, I think now I'm like love Valkyrie. <laughs> oh. Obsessed with her. So um, I really love her and I can't wait to see more. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good one. I like it. All right, cool. So that didn't go as fast as it planned, but we had a little chatter in between, so it's fine. <laughs> um, all right. So what is your single best query letter tip? Like if you could just tell people one thing, what would it be? Yes. Good. <laughs> I have to read so many. Please keep them short. <laughs> Precise. <laughs> and you just reopened recently, right? Yeah. Um, the beginning of September. And I'm closing again the beginning of November. Um, just because, like, I've signed a lot of clients recently. So um, I feel like there's only a couple of gaps in my lineup right now um, that I'm trying to fill before the end of the year. And then at the beginning of next year, then I'll have, I'll have like, pretty much everybody out on sub. And then I can start fresh. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. This is going to be a really thought-provoking question now. Oh, no. What is a good literary name for a cat or a dog? <laughs> <laughs> um, a cat or a dog? I'm trying to think. Like, does it have to be like an author, or can I choose something from a book that I like? Yeah, it can be from a book. A lot of people choose character names. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Nico. Nico? Nico. I love Nico from the Percy Jackson series. Oh, okay. And so I think if I had a little like boy cat or boy dog, I'd be Nico. Mm, nice. 
Very good. My dog has a literary name, but most people don't realize it. His name is Jasper. From Twilight? It is from Twilight. Good job. Okay. So my cat is Julian. I just call him Juju. But when we were trying to name him, I asked my partner, I was like, should I name him Julian or Jasper? And he was like, name him Julian so we can call him Juju. <laughs> so it was almost Jasper. Yeah. But I couldn't yeah. figure out a good nickname for Jasper. Do you call him Jasper all the time? Or? I call him Jazz a lot. Yeah, I or... Jasmine, which is Jazz. <laughs> yeah. Well, we also... um. I mean, because, like, my sister lived with me a lot of the time when I had him. I got him in 2009, 2008, mm -hmm. um, which makes sense for the timing of the name. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, he, we call him all kinds of things, like, all the time. Like, he, we call him, like, Bub and Boo Boo and Monster Face and, like, just nonsense names, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I call mine Bougie a lot. Oh, yeah. I had to, you said bougie, right? Bougie. He's bougie. I had to explain to my mom last night what bougie meant. <laughs> and interesting. It's it took some, word. it took some time because I had to explain to her what bourgeois meant. Mm. Um, because we lived in Cajun country for a while and there's like family names of, it sounds very similar to bourgeois, but it's like, slightly different and she's like yeah so she thought it was like a nickname for someone with a cajun last name oh, interesting. and and i was like oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> well it was um we were watching the florida gators game well we were watching it on replay and steve Spurrier had given someone like a tiny bottle of sutter home because he's like, I'll bring you a bottle of wine. And that was a joke because it was like a little bottle of soda at home. And so they started talking about alcohol. And one of the guys called the other guy bougie because of his like alcohol <laughs> taste. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so that's where it all came from. Uh, Shelby's from Cajun country. <laughs> all right. Um where was I? I don't even know. Okay. What is <laughs> what is your favorite thing about being a literary agent? I'm going to say contract negotiations. It's so weird. Um, it's no one's ever part. said that. <laughs> I love negotiating. Okay. Like, obviously, like, my career has been mostly, like, negotiating salaries and everything. But it's so different now since I'm moving into agency uh, to negotiate, like, contracts and you know what's up because like I'm really going to bat for the author at that point like I'm really trying to get them the best deal and it's just kind of like this like amazing high once you like kind of like get that win and it's it's so much fun <laughs> like and then it's just like you get them a really good deal and you get to tell them and then they're happy and yeah it's probably my favorite <laughs> that's cool so are you like are you like one of those agents that people fear they're like i don't want to negotiate with this person or <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if i've been in the industry long enough to <laughs> be like a thing yet but i hope i hope they don't fear me <laughs> i mean editors and agents are on the same side they want the book they want the book to succeed so mm -hmm. i feel like they also don't want to like not give them the best deal but at the same time their hands are tied if they can't yeah, 
Oh, yeah, of course. Um, that's that's so funny. I guess you did <laughs> you did that for a while though before you started agenting. So um, I was like when I first did my first one, I was a little bit scared, and then I got started getting into it and reading the contract, and I was like, this is actually a lot of fun. It's mostly the negotiation part, like the contracts. Once you get to that stage, is a little tedious. Yeah, but the negotiation part is a lot of fun. Cool. Um, all right. So what are the last couple of books, published books, I should say, um, you read that you really enjoyed? I recently read House on the Cerulean, in the Cerulean Sea. And oh, my God, I've been a fan of TJ Coons for a while. Um, but that book is just like the warm hug I needed in 2020. And it's taken that whole that she who must not be named. <laughs> yes and like was placed there because it is just so like it's kind of got that same voice a little bit and it's so magical and it's just like the kids in it are so cute and um the little the, there's a slight romance in it and it's like queer and wonderful and everything I love so <laughs> that's is probably the biggest one that I've been screaming about lately um I'm trying to think Oh, I just read, I just finished Cemetery Boys. And that yeah. was like, the ending was like, I'm like, I'll be in my bed. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so that was also a really good one. Yeah. Cemetery Boys was, that was actually my audiobook of the week on the show last week. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, Definitely deserved the New York Times bestseller for sure. Yeah. And he's still on it three weeks now. Yay! So, so happy for Aiden. Mm-hmm. Love Aiden. He's so fun. Um, you know, his agent was the last agent I had on Agent Chat Live, Jennifer Marshall. Yeah. I, saw that. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did uh, that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's I love talking to her. We met at a conference in Portland, actually. Um yeah. And she's done like a couple of things for my library. Um, and then she's been on the show, of course. Uh, so really like talking to her. She seems really nice. She is. Yeah, she is really nice. I feel like most agents are nice. Like a lot of people have this idea of agents that they're like big, like scary people and they just want a reason to <laughs> reject you, you know? Um, I know. <laughs> Everybody I've met in the book industry is just really, really nice. I mean, there's of course probably some bad seeds, obviously, but for the most part, like everybody has been really great. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, so those are all the planned questions I have for you. If you have any questions in the audience, please let me know. I can just kind of like make things off the top of my head too. Um, my original target for the show was 30 minutes, so <laughs> we're good. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so if y'all have questions, make sure you get them asked in the chat. Um, so what have you noticed? Like, I guess you, you've just worked, you've been working since 2017, but, um, you know, this year with the pandemic and everything, what have you noticed? Is there any kind of changes that you think are going to stick around or, you know, what's going on? Tell us what's happening. (laughs) I'm really hoping that like the work from home situation is going to like stick for a lot of people. Like I, I feel like a lot of publishing companies have opened up remote internships and they've opened up more, um, like paid remote part-time positions. And I'm hoping that sticks after the pandemic is over because that is really how we're going to change publishing as a whole. 
is if we're going to be able to give people the chance to be in publishing who are not in New York. So like people who can't afford to live in New York, the less privilege, um, will be able to get into publishing more easily. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that's good for them. Yeah, I know a lot of people who um, said that they couldn't have had the careers in publishing that they had if they hadn't had like a spouse supporting them or like family or, you know, somewhere to stay with family in the city mm-hmm. or something like that. And so it's definitely, a, a, I think one of the biggest challenges of this industry is we don't pay enough people to live in New York city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, start had a question. I don't know what this word is though. So um, how do you feel about, I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, the obvious one? Yeah. I, I honestly actually don't know what it is either. I okay. like looked it up on Google real quick. And it's a constellation. Or is constellation shadowing? Oh, is it the 13th? <laughs> is it the 13th constellation? Mm, maybe. So I don't yeah. know a lot about it. I heard, I heard someone on a podcast talk about it recently. Um. But basically, they just rejected it because, like, 12 is a good number. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, that sounds familiar. And I pro- I rejected it. <laughs> That's why I don't know about it. I was like, yeah, 12 good. 12 has been around for so long, and it's so accurate. The Zodiac, the 12 Zodiac. So, like, I feel like it's really accurate. Um, if you feel comfortable sharing, Katie asked, how many queries are you getting right now? It's just, it depends on kind of like the day it ranges yeah. from like, like the other day I got like zero within a 24 hour period and I was like, oh, wow. is my query manager yeah. broken? <laughs> it wasn't. Um, but then I've gotten like 60 in a day. So it's just, yeah. Depends on the day. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Tell me if you've seen a trend. I hear some agents talking about like they're getting more queries than usual during the pandemic we kind of had a similar experience with pitch wars some people are like i think we're gonna get fewer entries because you know people are stressed and people whatever and i was like i don't know i think we're gonna get more entries because people are home like a lot of people are people have finished their books so they yeah yeah. (laughs) Um, there's been more time to finish books so yeah queries have been up a little bit and i feel like there's a lot of really unfinished Hmm. manuscripts that we get um so definitely make sure your manuscript is ready yeah several edits before you send to yeah or an agent do you have you seen that agents talk about like a whole bunch of kind of un, unfinished or un, not ready manuscripts in december because of NaNoWriMo have you seen that I'm trying to think in the past I usually like mention in December to please not send me your <laughs> so I I feel like I off I year round I get a lot of unfinished manuscripts in the mm-hmm. like there's just still um manuscripts that I receive and then I'll I have you know my standard um pass like you know I don't think this is ready for me yet here's some suggestions on how to um edit your manuscript okay cool all right, so um, I think that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for coming on, Tara, and 
Um, the Tara's links are in the description right now. So you can go, um, there's a website and a Twitter and JD Let's website, I think are the three that are there. Oh, goodness, there are 20. I'm not getting This is not the Zodiac show. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> I'll look that up. <laughs> I literally know so little about It's funny because I, I like I consult Susan Miller all the time, but I don't I don't know. I don't even know what like this, the characteristics of a Libra are or anything like I don't I just don't I don't know. Oh, so I won't even about like your son saying maybe that's what they're talking about. I don't know. Astrology is not my strongest suit. I love it, but it's not something like it, there's so much to it that I don't have time to study it like other people. <laughs> yeah. Um, it seems really, yeah, complicated. It is, um, it's a lot of math, <laughs> too. So. Oh, I love math. Maybe I should <laughs> look into it more. Um, all right. Thank you, Tara, Tara for joining us. Um, find Tara on Twitter and on the website and um social media or no sorry the jd lit website um and everyone stay safe uh the next pub talk live is next saturday it's going to be with t.s ferguson and sandra mitchell uh flip that it's going to be with sandra mitchell and t.s ferguson um sandra's going to be the the guest co-host and and t.s is going to be the special guest um and uh, we're continuing the Wednesday write-ins through October, so make sure you join that. If there's going to be another presidential debate, we'll do another distraction write-in then, too. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if that happens, keep an eye out for that. Thank you all so much for joining us. Everyone stay safe, wash your hands, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone.